1: Welcome into the PHNX Coyotes Podcast. It's special guest today. We've got Greg Powers. I'm Steve Peters. This is Craig Morgan. Let's get right to it to ASU head coach Greg Powers. Greg, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today.
0: Yeah, thanks, Greg, really appreciate it on a special edition of the PHNX Coyotes Podcast. Uh, first off, congratulations on winning the Adirondack Winter Invitational in the coolest of sites in Lake Placid. What did you see from your team, Greg, in that event? And what does that win mean in tangible terms?
2: Yeah, I think just continued resiliency out of this, this group of guys. Like it, it, they just find ways to win. We've won we've won games just about every way you can win them, you know, and, and went down two in both of the games there and, and came back to win a tournament. And, when, you know, one of our goals was at the start of the year was to win two trophies in the two tournaments that we're playing in. And to win one on that ice with all the history and, and tradition and, you know, how, how cool of a, an event it was in that setting was really special for our guys. I do have you, a question about that. Did you get, yeah. did you get to take that in the
1: city, the, the arena, the, the locker room where they make the, the, the famous, you know, miracle on ice beach. And we're, we're talking about the Lake Placid arena where, where the USA won the gold medal in
2: 1980. Did you guys really get a sink into the experience? We did. We, we made sure that we did. You know, we, I mean, we got there Wednesday, it was a 13 and a half hour travel day. Um, so not an easy place to get to at all we, we flew commercial we did not charter charters are just way off the charts expensive right now so um, it was actually two hundred thousand dollars less to commercial fly commercial so we flew into charlotte to albany bus two and a half hours to lake placid um and we went in and practiced uh thursday afternoon and then went took the bus uh you know down to the strip there by the arena and let the guys walk around for a while thursday night and really experienced it. It was such a cool town. I'd never been there. Um, but just a cool town and, and really cool setting. It's almost like a winter wonderland, you know, with, with the, the lakes and, and the ski hills and all the people that are skiing and coming off the slopes and walking around and having a good time. So it was really cool. It was it was a special event for our guys. And to be able to win it again was, was just even that much better. Greg, did you see the movie Miracle, by the way? Oh yeah, of course. Okay, did you have the urge
0: in practice to channel a little Kurt Russell and just go again, <laughs> <Yeah>. again?
2: <laughs> no, nah, I think I'm, I try to be a little more original than that. But the <laughs> uh, the you know what was cool was that um, we actually were in the locker room that the United States dressed in against the Russians. Wow. So we we were staged wow. in that room the entire weekend. So it, it 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 was really cool, and you know they have you know, a plaque of, of, you know, his speech right outside of that locker room. And it was funny because people come to that arena and, and they ask, you know, if they can go see the locker room. So random people were just walking, the security wasn't that high at all. So just (laughs) random people walking into our locker room and they're like, Oh, this is the locker room. I'm like, yeah, I guess it is, you know? So (laughs) it was, uh, it was really cool though, you know, just, just in, in every way. I mean, they have the old scoreboard uh, completely preserved and, and lit up um, and on display in the lobby with the final score on it and just little stuff like that. And um, it, it was, it was, a it was a great event. That's a awesome. little known fact um, 80s goaltender
1: Craig Morgan was one of the last players cut from that team from Exeter um, prep school. And, and no, no, he was, it's he not, was actually not, not like not, all not, three of not us not
0: are true. goaltenders and all three of yeah, us that. That didn't have a whiff true. of Olympic chance. So let, let's get true. that out right away. Okay. Now you go straight into hosting your own tournament this week in the Desert Hockey Classic, which features this season Harvard, UMass Lowell, and Nebraska, Omaha. This is the fifth edition of this event. You have yet to win it, right, Greg?
2: Yeah. We have it. Have you made that point to your team? I have. We, we we've made that point all week. You know, it, what's what's interesting about the Desert Classic is we have not played in a final. We we have yet to win game one in the desert classic and and we've we've played in quite a few you know mid-season tournaments with any any mid-season tournament that we have played in we played in a tournament a preseason tournament in beijing china um any any tournament that we have played in that we've made the final we've won so um mm. we, we want to get there um and uh we feel good about our team right now we like how we're playing and we got to go beat harvard a good harvard team on friday and and see if we can play for another trophy I want to trace
0: the genesis of this event a little bit with you. Um, when you were thinking about, I obviously we we've talked a lot about when you you got the program going, you you got some money. Obviously, you've been had this goal for a while to go D one. But when you started thinking about hosting a tournament, first of all, why? Uh, and and what were the pieces? It's not as easy as saying okay, let's do it and make it happen. Can you walk us through that a little bit?
2: It was honestly to to get games. We were having such a hard time getting home games at Oceanside that, um, you know, back when, when we announced the, the, the regime that was running the coyotes at that time, you know, with Anthony LeBlanc and, and those guys were so good to us. And, you know, anytime we could use Gila river um, they opened the doors for us to do that. So we were able to get some, some good dates around the new year for the very first event. And I think it was Yale Yukon and Michigan tech, and Michigan Tech ended up winning it, so it was a good field, and um, it was just to get games. You know, I mean, I think it's it's not it's not a tough tournament for us to fill at all. You know, t- teams really want to come here and, and and do it and be a part of it. We put it on a little bit of a hiatus, you know, in the few years that we knew that Mullet was coming because we just didn't really have anywhere to host it. We had we we had put it up in Prescott one year um, with Saint Cloud, UConn again, and uh, and Brown and uh and that was a good field and 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 then i think after that one we we gave it a few years rest and then started it back up and and have had some great 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 fields
0: i don't think people realize that you've had some big names in this tournament as well you you rattle off some of those
2: yeah i mean the the best field we had was i think the last year we had at a gila river we were all top 15 teams all four of us it was us minnesota duluth um um Clarkson and uh Minnesota State and it was a great it was a great event. We uh we lost a heartbreaker to Clarkson in the first round and then we ended up beating Minnesota State in in the consolation game and Clarkson went on to beat Duluth and that was when Duluth was cranking, you know, back-to-back national championships and really going. I think they were number 2 in the country and Minnesota State was number 3. So it was a great field. Um last year's field was tremendous. BU Air Force and Michigan Tech. Michigan Tech won it again last year. Uh, we're not inviting them back. They seem to always win the damn thing. Um, <laughs> Smart move. But uh, it, it's, uh, and this year's a great field. Omaha and in, in all are great programs. And obviously, Teddy Donato's done an unbelievable job at Harvard. They have a really young team this year that, that that they're very talented. But I think their best hockey's in front of them. And we have another good field completely filled out, ready to go for next year, too. Who are some of the the best players that have competed in this tournament? There's been a there's been a lot of them. I would say, off the top of my head, you know, a, a guy like Tage Thompson, yep. um, probably probably is is at the very top. Um, you know, you look at a kid like McNeico. Sturm was on that that Clarkson team that that won it, and he was a really good college player and has ended up being a pretty good pro. Um, so we've had some good, really good players that are all in the NHL. Ryan Donato. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, we've had some really good players that have, that have come and played in this thing and, uh, that we get to watch on TV now. I remember so coming about- out at,
0: uh, Gila river arena when, uh, UConn was here because the Coyotes had a prospect, Max Latunov, who was playing yeah. for UConn. So I wanted to get a look at him. Yeah. Go ahead, Peter. And I,
1: and I also want to make sure that just to be clear, cause I know Harvard is coming into town and, and there will be no college bowl type quiz questions ahead of the games. So this is strictly being played on the ice am i well, we offer
2: that and if you guys talk to teddy later and you can you can tell him like you oh, know oh. i actually challenged them to a to a academia debate you know i mean it's it, it is the harvard of the west versus the harvard of the east I, I have so, heard
1: that often about the, the ASU campus. I, I have yeah. heard that it's, it, it's interesting though. You, we talk about right now and Hey, the, let's face it. This team is going into a really tough conference a year from now. And then this is a year that I think it's important that you compete and, and make a real strong push to make the NCAA tournament. And you're at, the, at this time of the year, it's just past the, the new year. And you're, you're sitting 16th in the pairwise. How important is this tournament for you guys either holding where you are in that pairwise or or having an opportunity to move up.
2: It, it's it's every I mean every game's so important, you know, and, and it's I mean even like there are new coaches Albie O'Connell and Dana Borges they're like how have you done this for 7 years? I mean because every every weekend is a white knuckle weekend where, because it's such it has such big implications as an independent program. Um, there's just no margin for error when you want to make an NCAA tournament. So, um, you know, I think we, we've we all been institutionalized at this point and understand what's at stake. Um, we have to just keep winning. You know, our guys are, are finding ways to win hockey games. Like I said, we want to win more games in regulation. Um, we're certainly not going to apologize for winning games in overtime. It's just part of it now. And we we've, we've been successful at it, but, um, these are big, you know, these are big ones. And, and, and then you have a a really good Cornell team coming in here next weekend, who we just had an absolute war with in Lake Placid. And and that is going to be one hell of a series because they are really good.
1: Well, it's it, it's interesting because it, for the people that don't follow this team, that you know this team has been in the NCAA tournament before, and right when when COVID's hitting, is right when things were rolling for this program, and it kind of set you back a little bit. Is is that still a realistic expectation for this group right now? Is is the NCAA tournament? Is that where your goals are right now? That you can make this tournament?
2: Oh, for sure. We 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 know we can, and we know we're good enough to be in it. Um, I, we've proven that with, I mean, our resume is very good. I mean, we have played twenty two games. We've lost three um that's that's hard to do in college hockey it's really hard to do yeah we have five ties and and some overtime wins but we've lost three games out of 22 against a pretty darn good schedule and I think that's a lot to be proud of and and hang our hat on and certainly we still have work to do and, and we still have to to have success as we go here but we're set up to have that you know if you look back on the the 1920 season with the tournament that got canceled that we qualified for that one um you know we 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 were not in near as good of a position then as we were now and we actually had you know if you look at historical like numbers from a pairwise standpoint lower ranked teams from the, for the most part on that schedule than this schedule um and, and we won on a tear. I think we won twelve or fourteen games and we we ended up, you know, we were gonna get in. But um this one sets up really well for us, I think. We have the lion's share of our games at home. Uh we just have two more road trips, one at Fairbanks and and one at Anchorage. Um so we've been great at mullet. We have to continue to be great at mullet. Hopefully we can get that mullet magician to come out and, and sprint some pixie dust on 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 the mullet ice for us. But uh we uh, we're 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 very optimistic and excited, and and we we believe we have a team that that belongs there, and and we'll have to continue to prove that.
0: My sources have told me that the mullet magician really needs work, so I think you might be able to uh, work that out. <laughs>
1: Find a way to get <laughs> in there. It's a, it's fair.
0: <laughs> Greg, I want to go back to one, something you mentioned earlier. You you talked about the overtimes. You and I have talked about this. Like half your games this season have gone to overtime, and I know that can be a little frustrating because you need especially as an independent, it's so hard to get into the NCAA tournament field. You need those regulation wins for what it does in the pairwise. Would you like to see that system tweaked a little bit? I know it's different when you're in conference, so maybe it doesn't matter to you guys as much anymore, but would you like to have maybe a little bit more of a reward for at least getting a win? Because again, a win is
2: still a win. Well, the first year we went to three on three, it was a 70, 30 split. So, you know, and That if if it was a 70 30 split like it was originally intended to be, we'd probably be like 10th right now. Mm. So, you know, it, it, but they changed it to 55 45. And and the reason for that was you had a lot of coaches, um, you know, bickering about, you know, not getting rewarded for getting to overtime. And I just don't agree with that. I don't, I, you know, I, I would have liked to see them keep it five on five, to be honest. And, and then, and then, uh, and then go to three on three or do some something like that. But it, I mean, back when we made it, it was still five on five overtimes, and, and then it ended in a tie. I I love the three on three. I think it's great for the game. I think it's great for the fans. It's it's. I mean, if you, if anybody watched the Cornell game and like Placid, it was unbelievable I and mean, it was back and forth and just chance after chance after chance and great saves um and then obviously we wanted a shootout so um yeah, it, it's it's easy for me to say I would like to see more of a reward for the winners right now because we've been so good in it um but it, you know it, it is what it is you know it, and I mean it's just something you know I mean I I'm I have a my thumb and and a good pulse on the pairwise. And as we go in in advance, you know, throughout the rest of the season, there may be situations where, you know, we're in regulation and the game's tied and I might have to pull a goalie. Yeah, It it may come down to that. I don't know, you know, but we're going to know where we are, you know, as we go into those last six to eight games. And, and, and if, if, if we absolutely have to have it in regulation, then then that's something that, that I think people need to prepare themselves for.
1: You, you just mentioned pulling the goaltender, and the goaltender is one of the names uh, on this team. TJ Symptom Felter, by the way, that's hard. That's really hard. Like I, I feel bad for the broadcasters. TJ Symptom Felter, who's been outstanding. TJ, but that's what I would do if I had to call the game, and, and, I, and I don't. But he's been outstanding. He He's a guy that you guys lean on to, to, to guard the pipes. But when you come into a weekend like this, can you give people that may want to stop by the Mull Arena, who are some other players on this team that they should keep their eye out for on, on the ASU Sun Devil?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Tyler Gratton's one that that, that people need to be excited about. I mean, he he transferred to us from Penn State. I think he's third in the country in goal score wow. right now. He's got 12. Uh, Matthew Coprad also has 12. He's unbelievable in the power play. You know, Timmy Levels running the power play really well from up top. Lucas Sillinger is third in the country in points. Um, I mean, these guys are are playing really good hockey, and and um, you know we're 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 proud of them. We have a lot of guys at the top of the stats, um, that you know statistically in the country, and and they're big reasons why we're 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 playing well and we're in a lot of games.
0: Yeah, and you're doing it without the Jacksons. I know that's a big blow, but again, like you said, still finding way, ways to win. So impressive what you guys have been, been able to do. I want to remind people the schedule. UMass Lowell plays Omaha in the first game on Friday night at Mullet Arena at 3.30 p.m. I guess it's afternoon game. Um, all of these games will be on the ASU live stream. ASU's games will also be on radio on Fox Sports 910. Um ASU faces Harvard on Friday at 7 p.m. And then, of course, the next day is all dependent upon what happens in the first round. But the game times remain the same on Saturday, 3.30 p.m. and 7 p.m. Greg, I assume there are tickets available still for people if they want to come out and watch this tournament?
2: There are. There are still tickets available. One ticket is good for both games per day. ASU, no matter what, win, lose, or draw, will play the the 7 p.m. game on Saturday. Um, so if, if we were to lose the Harvard Friday, then the championship game would be at three thirty, Um, and we just obviously do that for, for gate purposes. And we know we're going to draw well for, for, uh, for our fans, no matter what. So, you know, it's going to be a great week in hockey, you know, and, and we have, you know, some really good youth, U 16 programs that came in for the weekend to play in a little round Robin and, and play around it. And, uh, and then we're bookended. You know, by the Coyotes on Thursday and Sunday, so it's going to be a, a heck of a weekend at Mullet for uh, for some really good hockey. And I think
1: it's important that for for the hockey fans in the state of Arizona. I know we, we we're we're a Coyote heavy show, and we talk a lot about the Arizona Coyotes. But this is an exciting program that's on the verge of something special, especially this season. And if you haven't been to Mullet Arena, I cannot tell you how how exciting. You think the atmosphere is good for the NHL? Watch it in college. It is absolutely amazing the atmosphere inside this building. So if you get a chance. Go watch these kids play. I mean, they're not playing for the money. They're playing for their school and the sweater on their back. It's amazing to watch these kids play. So I highly, highly, highly encourage people to tune in and get a chance to watch this game, whether it's this weekend or one of their other remaining home games. Um, Coach Powers, want to say thank you so much for spending the time with us. Um, I know you've got an incredibly busy schedule. Wish you the best of luck this weekend, and thanks for taking the time.
2: Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it.
1: Okay, Craig. Well, yeah. we've got the coach Powers. Yeah, it's, it's, for the you weekend. know you
0: mentioned Mullet too, Petey. One of the, one of my favorite parts about watching games there is the student section. I'm not sure if they'll all be back in town yet from the break. I mentioned some of them will be. The student section at, at Mullet is unbelievable. It's it's we when we go to ASU games. I've taken my family to a couple. We sit near that so that we can just get that vibe, and my kids love it. So it's definitely an experience. Uh, get out to this tournament. Um, I wanted to point out also. We also had the chance to catch up with Harvard coach Ted Donato for his thoughts on this tournament. Donato, of course, coach Coyotes forward Alex Kerfoot, um, who will be at Friday's game. He's going to come watch Harvard play ASU on Friday, so Coyote in the house to to watch his former team and you know maybe the college team that he's starting to root for here in the Valley. Teddy Donato also coach former Coyotes prospect John Ferranacci, who is his nephew. So let's get some thoughts from Teddy Donato on the Desert Hockey Classic.
3: Well, I think. Um you know, mullet arena is an attraction, right? It's a new, it's a new rank. There's an NHL team playing here. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, think that, uh, you know, for me, um, you know, I've, I've been, uh, appreciative of what, uh, ASU has done, what Greg Powers has done, uh, you know, to build this program up and, you know, now with the new arena and, you know, and, and them going into the, uh, you know, the NCDC, uh, this, this, uh. I, I think it's it's good for college hockey and and, and uh, you know this, this it's an attraction to come out to Arizona sure. with with, with the, the better weather and uh, yeah. you know in and, and the didn't play. We did quite deliver for you. on No, that, so exactly. Have made you yeah. 10 more degrees, well, <laughs> we're going back into a uh, nor'easter, so uh, so <laughs> we, right. we, we might not get home when we think we're getting home. So, uh, but I, but I think it's. Uh, it's it's uh, it's exciting for our guys to you know go someplace they haven't played before you know uh, see some teams that we ha- you know don't usually play so uh, so I think uh, there's a lot of things to that are attractive about coming up for this uh, term. Get to do anything fun while you're out here? Um, is there any time? <laughs> yeah, not 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 so much. I don't think um, you know. I think, uh, but I but I do think the guys uh, you know the the reality is sometimes you, you lose sight. Um, you know when you when you think about all the nhl uh players and and the coverage but you know there's probably a a large amount of players in all these teams other than arizona state that have never been to arizona never really seen uh, the desert and the mountains and and uh and and so that you know to me this is a this is like a a real um you know, a uh, life experience for these guys. You know, I, I know when I talk to guys that I played with, we always talk about the, the trips that we had, you know, and, and places that you went. So, the, you know, to me, uh, you know, it always is more memorable when you can have success. So that's, uh, you know, that's what we're shooting for. But I think it's a nice chance for our guys to get away together. They're not in school, it's in the kind of winter break a little bit, so uh, I think it's a, it's a nice time to help kind of build the team unity talked to Alex Kerfoot he said he's coming to the game tomorrow night have you gotten a chance to connect with him yet I, I haven't I saw that he uh scored a nice uh shorthanded goal yeah, the other night and uh right yeah he's uh he's just such a, a great uh teammate great person um you know uh he, he was a tremendous player for us really uh I think he led the country in assists one year and uh you know the the thing with with Kerf that uh, you know I think uh is sometimes you know underappreciated is uh is how much he wants to win and how how much he elevates his game you know when uh the money's on the line and uh i know at harvard uh you know he helped us take us to the you know to the the final four and uh you know we won a bean pot when he was there we won a couple league titles uh he's a winner and you know i think when he uh you know I, i saw he scored an overtime goal for uh you know when Toronto won their first playoff series right. against Tampa, and uh, you know he's a winner as a, as a as a player and and even more so as a person.
1: Craig, thanks again for uh, taking the time to meet up with uh, with Coach Donato at Harvard, and uh, I'm excited for this tournament this weekend, the Desert Classic. It's going to be a, a lot of fun and really good college hockey. And I, again, I encourage everybody to come out and take a look. Are you personally? Craig Morgan, are you going to be at the arena? I, I know you yes. talked about yeah. Kerfoot going to be at the arena. But who, are, are you going to be in the building?
0: I am definitely covering the first ASU game. And if they beat Harvard, I will be there for the championship game as well. So I'm going to cover this tournament. Um, Listen, you and I both played college hockey. And this is how I cut my teeth as a journalist. Before I was writing about anything, I was writing about the Wisconsin Badgers while I was still in graduate school, getting my J school degree. I love college hockey it's a different atmosphere college sports are just a different breed but college hockey is an amazing atmosphere. It's an amazing game to watch. I'm really looking forward to this.
1: Yeah, and, and it would, a lot of people know my my history with with college sports. Played a little bit myself, but my dad was a long time college coach. I believe in college hockey. I think it's a great path for student athletes. I think it's a it's a great way to to be, not only become a good hockey player but also you know a good socially aware human being. So I love when players take this path. It's really good hockey. There's some really good hockey teams here. Definitely go out. And and I know we're 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 usually talking about the Coyotes here, but I think it's important that that this show takes time to to highlight hockey outside of the Coyotes in this great state of Arizona. I think the ASU Sun Devil program has made leaps and bounds, and let's be honest, without what they've done in this state, where the hell would the Arizona Coyotes be playing right now, if not for the ASU Sun Devils? So, wish them the best of luck this weekend, And, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this special edition of the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Talk a little ASU puck. On these audio special editions, we're going to get a chance to talk about things we don't get to talk about on our regular live youtube shows but make sure you subscribe to our live youtube shows because we're on after every post game and download and like all of these podcasts please wherever you subscribe to your podcast follow us on twitter on the show it's phnx underscore coyotes follow craig morgan at craig s morgan follow myself at s peters hockey leah morgan at leah morgan she's got the day leah merrill Merrill, (laughs) why did i say morgan hey craig morgan i do that every once in a while I, i'm I'm getting nervous when i have to host when leah's not here but good, follow buddy. all of yeah. us hit, pound that like button it really does do us a lot of good thanks for everybody for tuning into this edition and we will see you next time on the phnx coyotes podcast thanks again we'll see you next time